Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Week Ending Head of Sport for Friday, the 24th of February. Today, the GOAT of the Waves announces when he'll hang up the board for good, the Aussie women one step from greatness, and Clarko off to a rocky start with the media as the Kangaroos head coach. But first... Angus Crichton is an NRL Premiership winner with the Roosters, a State of Origin winner with New South Wales, and a World Cup winner with the Kangaroos. But right now, he's facing his toughest opponent yet. There's been great concern in rugby league recently over the health of Roosters star Angus Crichton. Tonight, we have an update on his condition. Denny Widler joins us now. And Denny, you've been in contact with Angus's father. What did he have to say? Yeah, James, uh, he was very emotional and he volunteered the following statement to Nine News. He said, I can confirm today that Angus is under appropriate professional support and treatment for medically diagnosed bipolar disorder, which he has been dealing with for some time. He's fully supported by his family, his management and the Sydney Roosters Club as he works towards recovery. While no timeline has been set for his return to rugby league, we will continue to trust his medical team and those those within the rugby league community respect his right to privacy during this time. Channel 9's Danny Widler with the news that Roosters forward Angus Crichton's time away from the club, as you heard, is due to a medically diagnosed bipolar disorder. Crichton was a part of Australia's World Cup winning squad that took home the trophy at the end of 2022, after which he was given an extended break by the Roosters. Given this development, it's understandable that it's both difficult and unreasonable to put a timeline on Crichton's return to the game. But we here at the Scorecard wish him and his family all the best during his recovery. Alastair Clarkson was a man in demand in 2022. The Bombers wanted him, the Giants tried for him, and St Kilda also had a dog in the fight for Clarko's services. But ultimately, it was the Kangaroos who prevailed, securing the Supercoach on a big money five-year deal. Yeah, it's an exciting day for um, myself and my family. Um, I'm sure it's an exciting day for the, the North Melbourne Footy Club in terms of starting a new chapter. And so the journey began with Clarko taking the reins in the hopes of leading the Roos off the bottom of the ladder and back to relevancy in the AFL. But before the season has even begun, both club and coach have hit their first speed bump. North Melbourne coach Alistair Clarkson is facing a new storm tonight after he was forced to apologise for threatening a female reporter. Yeah, it doesn't sound good at all, does it? To break it down, North Melbourne midfielder Taryn Thomas is currently facing allegations from multiple women of harassment and intimidating behaviour. Text messages from Thomas to one woman were published by the Herald Sun with one text including the phrase, ''Your turn will come.'' Now let's fast forward to three weeks ago at a training session at Arden Street where media were covering the Thomas story. Alistair Clarkson then approached our reporter Elizabeth Moss using a threatening comment similar to the one allegedly used by Taryn Thomas. Now today after that incident was reported in the media the coach then released a statement reading to my great regret I overreacted to the Nine News reporter and made one comment to her along the lines of your time will come. He used the exact same phrase. When I was made aware of the impact of my comment I sought to apologise immediately to the reporter, not realising how my words could have been perceived. Channel 9's Director of News, Hugh Nayland, released a statement acknowledging Clarkson's remorse and the seriousness and swiftness with which North Melbourne dealt with the issue. However, the statement also stressed that a young female reporter should not be threatened or made to feel uncomfortable while doing her job. 
The Aussie women's cricket team are just one win away from yet more silverware. Australia are through to their seventh final in a row in this T20 format and they were pushed all the way by India. Australia have continued their perfect run through the Women's T20 World Cup, but for the first time this tournament, they were given a run for their money right up until the final ball by India, who looked on track to cause a major upset and knock Australia out of the semi-final stage. That was close. After Australia won the toss and batted first, setting a solid target of 172, India were more than on track to chase down the total, led superbly by captain Hamanreet Kaur. Swept fine as well. This could be a half-century. The captain of India has stood up. Kaur was eventually run out in sloppy fashion, leaving the game on a knife's edge until Elise Perry delivered a match-winning, boundary-saving moment. She does it again, gets it up and over. Had to practice the ball before. Outstanding. That is one of the biggest dives you will see. And has that just changed things again in favour of Australia? It's Perry. No surprises there. The full-length dive from Perry saved crucial runs for the Aussies that ultimately left India needing too many from too few deliveries as they came up five runs short of victory. The final will be played this Sunday with Australia taking on the winner of the second semi between South Africa and England. So here's hoping kicking off Monday's scorecard we're celebrating another Aussie win. You should compete and live like you have nothing to lose. That's the challenge for me. In 1990, Robert Kelly Slater became a professional surfer, and the sport hasn't been the same since. Kelly Slater on the attack with the drop. Can he get in? He does. He's still in there. Oh, come on. Oh, yes! Oh, oh. oh, my God! 33 years later, there have been 11 world titles, 56 tour event victories, and he's made being bald look good. Kelly Slater is undoubtedly the goat of the surfing world. And even today, at 51 years of age, he's still out there competing against surfers like Australia's Jack Robinson, who at 25 years of age wasn't even born when Kelly first put on a competition rashi. I'm gonna just know. It, it'll just be clear. I either have nothing left to learn here, or nothing left to prove here, or nothing that's desired in this area. I wanna do something else. I think I'm still doing it because I do know and believe that I can, on my day, I can beat anyone, anywhere. You know, you have to feel that. And if you don't feel that, you just shouldn't do it. And today, Kelly has decided he's ready to hang up the board competitively. But there is one thing left on his professional bucket list. I am feeling very Olympic today. Slater has told The Guardian Australian that his remaining ambition as a professional surfer is to make his Olympic debut at the ripe old age of 51. Surfing as a sport made its Olympic debut at the Tokyo Games in 2020, but Slater missed out on qualifying by one spot. So close! Currently ranked 16th in the world, the prospect of qualifying for the Paris Olympics next year has provided Slater with a new spark of inspiration, with the surfing event set to be hosted at the famous Chopu break in Tahiti, a spot where Slater has been a tour winner five times and a runner-up twice. And even at the age of 52, which he'll be when the Olympics roll around, it'll take a brave person to bet against the surfing goat. And that's your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend of sport, and I'll catch you back here Monday on The Scorecard. Listener.